Welcome to Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my always co-host, Tina. Tina, how are you doing today? I'm hanging in there, Rob. It's been kind of a crazy week, but I'm glad I'm here. Hi, yes, the, the stories we tell before we come on the air. <laughs> oh, I always. just came back from Havasu, so we were in a storm, and I was like, oh shit, I hope we make it on time, because I have to get my stuff set up, and it worked. I don't know how well, just I did, think I, th- I think did. you caught the storm that was here yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. I was had my dog at the park. Yeah. And it was and it was blustery like it was windy, but it hadn't started raining. We got about halfway through the park and it just dumped like insanely dumped. We had to run and then we're like running to the car and thunder hits and then he fucking freaks out like, yeah, freaks out. So I have to like grab him and calm him down. I'm like, it's OK, it's OK. And we run, run, run. We get in the car and I can't see because my glasses are completely covered. It's dripping all over me. And I look over (laughs) at my dog and he like looks back at me and he's just like, (sighs) I'm like, it's all right, dude. We made it. Then we drove (laughs) to another park to just kind of watch the rain for a few minutes. And he he started getting a little antsy. Like he was kind of turning in his seat. And I just think he was like, look, I'm not cool with this. It's new and get me the fuck home. Yeah. So, so I, I did, uh, I wanted to make him happy, so I took him home. But once we got here, he was great. Got inside the house, shook all over the place, and I had the window open, rain down, thunder hitting. He didn't do shit. Nice. Go figure. No, but it was weird. I was like, really? (laughs) We're outside, but it was a little spooky. But it was, I mean, pouring, pouring where I live. So much that it had flash flood warnings. Yes. On my way home, there was like two and a half to three inches of water already in the street. in, In about less than an hour. I got to tell you, that's kind of how it was today. We were looking at the clouds and everything was beautiful. And then next thing you know, we were driving about 20 miles an hour on the freeway because it was so flooded. You just had to take your time. Yeah. And and you can't see. Barely 45 minutes, an hour tops. I don't even think it was that long. Sky opened up, beautiful clouds again, and we just kept going. Yeah, kept going. Isn't that wild? It is. It is. Pretty bizarre. So today we... uh, we, uh, as always, throw text messages at each other about, hey, what are we going to talk about today? Because we used to be really good about the, doing these shows in advance, and we, we really don't do them anymore like that. Mm-hmm. Although I kind of like it this way because we're really close to when the show comes out now, and it's really way more close. Because like, yeah. some of those shows we did before, they came out a month after we recorded it. And I, I would listen to them and go, yeah, it's like we're way in the past, so. Yeah, I kind of like it better this way. Nice. But but we were talking about, you know, what would you do for happiness or, you know, what would you give up for happiness? And I think they're kind of a two way street of. Giving things up and or what would you do? And um, I found it kind of interesting to a couple of things that we said before we got on the air. You know, people are willing to do a lot of things for happiness. And and I think, you know, we should kind of talk about like what we think happiness is at least for each other and or what we think happiness is for people. Well, what do you um, think it is for you? Um, I, these days, <laughs> I, I think it's uh, being level headed, being calm with the world, being, you know, like I, I just don't I, I want things to be easier 
So um, I would like things to, um, I, I don't want to, not that I don't want to care about money. It's just not the biggest priority. So if I can live a decent life and be happy where I'm at and, and still make the same amount of money and I'm good, I want to be there. I'm just looking for, I think, a little slower pace in life. Um, and I think that would make me happy. Now, where that is, I could die. I don't know. But I think that's what I'm looking for. Maybe just a little more peace of mind and a little relaxation and a little slower pace in life. That's what I'm looking for. And I think that's what would make me happy. That's what I think. What about you? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think being able to have very authentic relationships with the people in my life right now and being able to be honest and forthright as to who I am and what I do and where I go and what I see and who I am, you know, just being able to be real and not hide who I am is, is making me happier, but then it doesn't. Cause then I wonder, are people going to judge me because of what I say or how I say it or you know who I'm saying it to. I don't know. I think it's just for me though, is having really good relationships and being honest and open and being able to sleep at night, knowing that, you know, I have really close relationships with people that they could tell me anything and I could tell them anything and we're okay. Also, I think my family being healthy makes me happy. Um, when people aren't healthy and I have to step in and take him to the hospital or make him, um, chicken soup because they're really sick. That kind of wears on me a little bit. I've noticed. So I as long as why. my people are okay and I could still live, I'm still, I'm still living, you know, work isn't that great, but I find this time of my life, I'm probably happier than I've ever been. But I think I worked on myself so much over the last 10 years and worked at fixing my own attitude towards life. I think that's what's made me happy. Yeah, I could see that. I, I think kind of the same with me. It's like you, you're, you have to find that place. Yeah. You know, we've strived for something for so long and so long and then trying to make other people happy for so long that it's OK, I think, where we're at in life to go, look, I, I need to be happy. And whether you, you, you or you are in it. Great. But if you're not great, I'll still be OK. Yeah, we're, we're all going to be OK. Um, yeah. And not even, and I don't mean to say that in a bad way, like, oh, fuck everybody, because I don't I'm not trying to say it that way. I'm just trying to say that it's that it's OK to to want more for yourself, you know, to a degree, you know, st you're still going to give to everybody, mostly mm -hmm. in your case, because that's who you are as a person. Thank you. But I but I think that. Well, it's true, but I think that there is something with people in general that you 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 have to put more in your own jar sometimes mm -hmm. than put in other people's and and really i've noticed since getting divorced i had to really look at what is making me happy who is making me or not who's making me happy cuz i don't think anybody else i think that who i'm around makes mm -hmm. me happy depending on their attitude and their personality and how they take life in 
Um, it's amazing how even a long phone call sometimes from somebody that I that I haven't talked to, that even makes me happy because I get to hear how everybody's doing and not be right next to them to see it. So I've, I'm finding blessings in the little things because life is still really fucked up. There's still a lot going on. Work's still not where I want it to be. Uh, the divorce still isn't where I want it to be. Um, life isn't exactly where it is, but I could honestly tell you that in my heart, I feel happier than I've been probably in all the years that I've known you. Wow. That's a, that's a pretty big statement. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that, that have, again, happiness is a very weird balancing act of what it is you're looking for. Cause we talked before, before we went on and like, is it a person? Is it a relationship? Is it a job? Is it this? Is it that? And I think that coming from the standpoint of a person, we're, we're a big puzzle, right? Most of the pieces are our own. And then we fill the rest of these pieces up inside of us with the people we want to be around, the job that you want to be in, um, the place you want to be in, uh, um, who, who really is in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have acquaintances. We have a small amount of friends though. And I think that that's the other thing is who, who do we want to fill that friend role and who we want to fill the acquaintance role? Mm -hmm. Cause we all, we need both. I think <clears throat> generally even, for me, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say generally for me, acquaintances are work people. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I generally don't get close to people from work for, obvious reasons because I have um, very different views than people. So I try to do my best to keep them at a, a distance. Yeah. The other day I was cooking for everybody in Havasu, the, the girls that I went with, we were all together and um, I was, I was like dancing in the kitchen. I was making food and I thought to myself, damn, I haven't felt this happy in a long time. And I had to take a minute and be like, all right, you're doing okay. Cause I really was happy. I caught myself in a moment where I was like, I got this. Mm -hmm. oh, that was kind of <laughs> cool. Cause it, this has not been an easy couple of years. So, but I'm managing and I don't know if it's time time my age or if it's um more my outlook the fact that i'm not attached i don't know what the hell it is but i'm kind of liking it i mean i i think with with you you're you're going through something obviously you know you're going through a different part of your life you're going through something big in life at a at a much different part of your life. So I think that, you know, you're finding happiness as you go every day now. Yeah. You're either finding it or getting rid of what you think is the negative part of that happiness. So, um, you know, it's funny. You, you, you talk about like things that keep you happy or sane. Like this podcast for me is, is very therapeutic, mm -hmm. um, very cathartic. So, you know, I, I was just looking cause someone was like, man, you know, how long have you done this? <laughs> and I was like, you know, I, I, I know we're creeping up on a year and we are September 16th is when we put out our first episode. 
Nice. So literally, um, this one's going to come out on the 14th. So it'll be almost Friday. Oh, oh, well, yeah, Friday is the day. So Wednesday is is when the, this one is coming out. Just think that like literally this is kind of our one year show. Who would have in, thought in a that a, way. a stack of pancakes would end up in a, a year of doing a podcast? <laughs> you know, I, I, well, I didn't think that because I went to that breakfast for a different reason. Yeah, we need you to know, unload. <laughs> we needed to, we needed to unload. <laughs> yeah, because at that time that was a whole, you know, everything was kind of going different directions for both of us. Mm-hmm. And it, and funny that we are talking because we both weren't happy. For different yeah. reasons, you know, we were we were happy, but we weren't. It was kind of this balancing act of of finding happiness or finding out what we thought happiness was. So, um, you know, a year later, look at us. We're we're still pumping these out, and and I'm having way more fun than than I've had in a long time. So that's awesome. So I have found something that makes me happy. It's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. But what would what do you so what what do you think people are willing to do? I, and I mean, most people, I don't think most people are willing to do much. If you, I agree. if you look at people ac- across the people that, you know, most people are in marriages. They're not exactly happy in doing jobs mm-hmm. that don't fulfill them with mm-hmm. kids that are a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's obstacles and turmoil at most, uh, people. most ways they turn. Yeah, I, I agree. I think most people and, and again, not that they like to sit in the shit because nobody likes to wallow in shit. I mean, if if people really think that they that people do and there are people who love drama. Yeah. But I think most people, you know, we, we get into this routine, but happiness is a hard thing because you might be with somebody. Who you're totally in love with but their idea of the future is nothing like yours and mm-hmm. and it's a hard thing where you're like oh it's like everything's good except this like i want to move across the country but i but the the other person's like i don't want to go anywhere my family's here what i did this i want this like i'm happy with the way things are and it's like where do you get to a point where it's like what makes you happy? Are you willing to get rid of that relationship to further your own happiness? Mm. And and that's a rough thing for people. Like, I don't know. I know a lot of people. Well, I did. I think most of the people I knew that were in bad marriages are now not in them. Really? But it took, yeah, but it took a long time. And I mean, a long time. Some people, well, I knew one person in Vegas took fucking 17 years and it and it took her husband cheating on her to get out of the relationship really why is that the catalyst why doesn't it stop way before it's there like do you really need to know how bad it has to be before you know you should do something or should you be doing something all along i think we should be doing something all along i I agree and i but look people people get in a routine, they had two children. She was a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Things were good on the surface until you find out about other things. I had an, another friend that 
that I worked with for a long time that just was not in a healthy relationship. But it's hard to get out of one when you're married and have kids and you don't know how to escape. And, you know, you think I went through that. Yeah. You think, you know, what, what's my level of happiness and what's my level of unhappiness? You know, it's like, well, happiness is still above that one. It's like, yeah, but by how much, you know, to me, you have to start working on percentages. Like you're, you're never going to be a hundred percent happy. That's just a pipe dream, Hollywood, you know, I think, bullshit. I think you can be hundred percent happy. You just have to be happy with the fact that things are not perfect. Correct. Well, and I and I use that percent couple of percentages to as that two percent unhappy is the regular everyday life. I think you can be on on a very high level of happiness, but you also have to assuming that it's the relationship part of it. You have to be one hundred and fifty percent honest. Yeah, that can't be one hundred percent honest. You have to be one hundred fifty percent honest. That honest thing is big. Yes, I, I yes. love now that I'm not hiding who I am or what I've done sure. or what what I need. That took me a long time to start asking for that because I thought that people would love me if I could do things for them, if I could if I could make their life easier. But that's not it. That that is not what makes anybody love you. Nothing you do makes somebody love you. That's that's energy that they create in themselves towards you. And you just need to be you. And if they like you or love you, they will. For sure. It took me a long time to figure that out. I, I've got to a point in my life where I realize I am who I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to change. And truly, I haven't changed a lot since I was 20. I, I may think different ways, but I think that most of my thought process is pretty much the same. You think and so? The, and the few people that, I, that know me and have known me that long pretty much have told me like, yeah, you're pretty much the same person. Um, and I just don't bend. And look, I think I shouldn't say that I, I bend, but I only bend a certain degree to where like I'm not going to pull punches. And if I see something, I say something and then I worry about the repercussions afterwards. And it gets me in trouble <laughs> and and it's got me in trouble in relationships before and in friendships because I just don't pull any punches and and. Because I think it's better to be like that because it makes me happier. I am who I am. And, mm-hmm. and I'd rather someone go, God, I really don't like that about you, but I like everything else. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool because I probably don't like something about you, but I l- overlook that as well. Yeah. Because I find that the, the 99% of the person is great. That 1% bugs me, but I can still go, eh, you know, it is what it is. Well, I think as we've gotten older, we've learned how to accept that people aren't perfect. And if we're going to be friends with them, we have to deal with the fact that they're not perfect. And what bothers us is our problem, not them. Not them. Yeah. Right. But I think in today's climate, the political based climate, your friends cannot be your friends the next day. And and it's very bizarre. My friends and I. I've been noticing we don't agree on a lot Mm -hmm. and there's a lot I won't even tolerate. Like my, I have one friend that she will, um, 
she will say all these things and I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't go do what you got to do. Like go, she was with me in Havasu and I was like, go get your cigarettes, go do what you got to do. Go like, I don't want to hear the political bullshit. You know, I can't take it. Or the TV shows of the nonstop news of how, you know, one side of the political party is, is mm-hmm. just apeshit crazy. And the other side's the, the moral compass Mm-hmm. She when she watched those, as soon as she watched, as soon as she left the room, I went and turned it off and turned the radio on. I'm like, yeah, we're not going to have this where everybody feels frustrated. Yeah. And like, again, you're you're that's your to me, that's daily happiness. Yeah. Like you have to find I think you have to find daily happiness to make sure that you have longevity and happiness because you can have a great day and then have a shitty month. Yes. And, and, and that happens more than often. Mm -hmm. Um, but to me, it's like, what, you know, what are you willing to do? Like, and I, like we just talked about before our friends, most of them or people that we've known in our life weren't willing to do much for happiness because it's sometimes getting happiness. You have to, cut ties with people, um, move, find a new job, um, you know, many, many different things. So for me, it's, it's, um, I, I, again, I think it comes with age as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think some, some younger people will do anything for happiness because they can, because they have free wheeling and no children and aren't married and can, Pick up the small amount of shit they have, put it in a car and leave. That's me right now. <laughs> but, okay. Then there's the middle ground of the late 20s to early 40s. Where you're probably in a relationship that's pretty good. You probably have children that you love immensely, even though they drive you incredibly bonkers. Yeah. You have a job that's paying all the bills, but you might not be happy at it. Then there's someone that I would say is the late 40s and on who you're kind of in a a balancing act of everything. You still have the, you know, the intelligence to get a great job, but you're in a weird market because young people are taking them. So it's hard to to move to, to find another job. But I think, you know, with today, with being able to do it online, maybe it's a little simpler. If if you're single and your kids are older, you definitely have this new found open to hit the road, go somewhere else, start a new life, become a new person and start over, which is kind of where you're at and kind of where I'm at. Um, you know, I mean, I have a kid at home still, but obviously he's he's going to be 20 in December and things, you know, who knows with him? He may come with me. He may not. But I, I have the option of it's OK. I can pick up my shit. I got a dog and a car and I can skedaddle out and I can go anywhere in this country if I want to. Yeah, um, I've noticed that in that age group bracket, the older age bracket, that people are afraid more so than any other age to make changes, to get divorced, to get mm-hmm. a new career, to try different things, to move different places and and I think it's because 
at some point you settle for the life that you have, even if you're not completely happy with it, you learn how to deal with it because you make it not so bad. And I think that comes with age too, which is why it seems like it's more prevalent as you get a little bit into your fifties. But, um, I think that those are the people that I kind of feel for. It's like, you're not making any attempts at making your life better because you're learning how to live in what you've created, whether that be good or bad, you're stuck in it. That kind of makes me sad for people. Well, yeah, I mean, it because it's your life is, you know, we only have a infinite, you know, finite <laughs> years. Yeah. And and you and I think I'm coming to a part where like I haven't experienced things. I was that person of I'm just I'm okay right here. I'm I'm okay. I lived in the same condo for 15 years. I I had it before my wife. I had it in, up until we got divorced and that's when I decided, okay, I'm going to go to Vegas and do this and then I came home and went to Camarillo and didn't live in the valley and then moved to where I live now and and I was willing to just go, okay, it's cause it's only a jump. It's, it's just, it's just life. Like mm -hmm. it's okay. But I, it took a long time for me to realize that I've missed out on things because I you was in that safe. same mindset. Mm -hmm. I, oh, totally played it safe. That's the easiest way of putting it because yeah. I thought that was happiness. Yes. And that's that's being content not. or being settled, but that doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily mean happy. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, that's for sure. I mean, look, I have a friend who was in a relationship for I think she was in it for 10 years and was not in a happy place. I mean, to to the point where she was just with the wrong person. Yeah. I mean, and I mean for sure with the wrong person now is in a relationship and, and in a better place from what I understand that sometimes it just takes that, but you, you have to get off that ride sometimes because the ride is hurting your neck <laughs> and you can only, you can only take that hurt neck for so long. You got to get off that roller coaster, man, because yeah. it's, it's slowly fucking you up. And I think we all have to find whatever gumption it takes to when the ride stops to push the fucking bar forward and go, look, I, I got to get on a new ride. <laughs> like this shit is fucking me up. And, and I've seen it. And, and a lot of these people that were, I'm talking about that are in my life or around me have done. Okay. Um, look, we're, they all struggle. Everyone struggles when you start on your own again. That's just mm -hmm. a fact. It's just not easy. Um, so, you know, that you, you got to find that happiness. And I think that it's there. You can find it. I mean, but, but what are you willing to do? I, I'm willing to do anything now. I'm, I just think I'm at that point in my life where it's like, it's just, yeah, go. Well, what, what's the worst that can happen? You go, if it doesn't work, you find something else, you pack up your shit again, get in another truck and drive somewhere else. You know, when my mom died, I realized that the only thing final on this earth is death. <clears throat> um, nothing else stays the same. 
just death. Death. Right. They're not coming back. There's no resurrection. That's they're gone. So until that happens to us, life is a possibility. It just depends on what road you want to take. And if you take a wrong road, it's very easy to take a few steps back and go a different direction. You could do that at any time. Having the courage to do that is another thing. But I think that the more you do that, the more that you try to make things better, the more that you work on yourself. I think that's a key part is working on yourself. Um, the better life gets. When when my mom died and I was 40, I was going through a bunch of things. I've I've talked about all those things before, but I was devastated. There was no smile on my face. There was no pep in my step. There was, it was just a crappy existence. I had been hit in so many levels. I couldn't hold my head up anymore. So going back to school and taking psychology classes and working on my own shit really gave me what I needed to further my life and go through things and be better and have more for myself. Um, it taught me that life is not as hard as it needs to. We're making it, you know, it doesn't have to be as hard as it needs to be. And it's up to us to make the changes. And every time you want to blame somebody else, your husband, your kids, your job, your life, you have to look at yourself because it all starts with you. They can't change the way you feel. Only you could change the way you feel. So you have to do what you need to do to be happy. Agree. I think that, uh, look, everything's the mirror. If you, you have to make sure that the person you're looking at, at the, in the mirror is happy. Mm -hmm. or on their way to happy or trying to be happy that those are the things that, that to me are a daily struggle like it, it's hard some days to get up in the morning and and find something that motivates you to do whatever um but you at the end it's still finding happiness or mm -hmm. trying to find happiness so i kind of agree with you with all what you just said it's it, you have to start with you because once you start with you, then the rest of the puzzle pieces start connecting and you find someone who is a lot like you and yeah. believes in how you feel, what your, your um, situation is in life. You know, they see you're happy with your job. They see you're happy with this. Then it's just, uh, then they're happy. And then they're looking in the mirror being happy. And it's, it's just, you know, repetitive thing of hey everything's okay and and again i i don't believe in the rose-colored glasses i understand that like look life is not is not simple like that but i think it can be the closest facsimile mm -hmm. to being simple you just gotta you gotta try and you gotta realize that it's it's something that's attainable and it's something inside of you it doesn't come from out side influences true happiness or being happy and content in yourself comes from you you have to manifest that that energy and until you do you're not going to be completely happy and when you're not completely happy with you you're not going to be completely happy in your marriage or relationships with your kids at your job because you take that negativity with you right no that's true i mean look at the people around us 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very easy to see. I think for me, because I'm I'm kind of a people watcher. Mm-hmm. I like to look at the people around me, and and I, I hate to say psychoanalyze them, but you know, I try to like see, you know, you know, they they if they say something, try to see what the outlying, you know, liars are of of why that's happening. Um, and, and I, these days I try to do it with myself because, you know, I've gone through some shit over the last couple of months as well, where I'm just kind of like, Oh, okay, well this changed and this changed and this changed. And I'm like, okay, you know, where, where did I have a part in that? And, you know, one part I had zero in, <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, it, it, what happens happens. And I was, just kind of riding the wave and I was like, okay. And then I think there was other, something else that happened to me that I probably did have a, a larger impact in that I probably, you know, didn't see. But at the end of the day, that's, you know, it's still up to us to see, you know, what, what it is that you're doing, you know, what you Mm -hmm. think is your happiness. And, you know, I, I hope that more people out there, you know, try to find that happiness and take, you know, whatever steps it takes to get to there. Take Whether some risks. Yeah. You know, oh, for sure. The people just don't do that. They stay where they it, are and they don't risk anything. I'm like, risk it all because you could have it again or you don't really need it. One or the other. <laughs> True. But I, I you know, we talked about that on one of our other shows, like taking a risk is, is a scary, scary thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's like walking a tightrope over fire. It's like, it's yeah. great if you can make it to the end, <laughs> but you know, in, instead of walking forward, you're always looking down and you're afraid of falling. And, and the falling part is, is obviously what tears us down. It keeps us in the, the, you know, handcuffs that we're in we handcuff ourselves. i mean that's just a fact mm-hmm. because sometimes the handcuffs are more comfortable than than you know g- taking them off because taking them off gives you freedom to do whatever you want but it also gives you freedom to get in trouble or to fail and and that's a it's a hard thing to do that's exactly what i feel people are afraid of of failing yeah i mean it's it makes sense I don't know why people look at it that way. It's not, we don't live in a pass or fail kind of life. We live in a, it could be this opportunity, but this may happen, that opportunity, but that'll happen. There is no pass or fail. We're not going to be happy if we do A, B, and C, or everybody would do A, B, and C and be happy. Um, I think that people, myself included, don't want to rock the boat or maybe go through something that's going to leave a scar. And that's what stops them from doing things. Like, for instance, there's a part of me, huge part of me, that wants to sell all of my shit and go to Greece. Mm-hmm. But if I do that, there's repercussions. First of all, I'm going to be on my own. Mm-hmm. What happens if something happens to my dad or my brother or the kids or my cousin or whomever? Um, you know, where, where will I be on my own? That scares me. 
to not have any of my stability. So it, it does stop me from trying that, even though there is this part of me that's like, fuck it, let's just go. Let's just do it. You know, what, <laughs> what do you have to lose other than everything that you're going to sell before you go? Did you care about it anyway? You really didn't. So I, I'm in the same boat that I won't do certain things to be happy just because the risk is so great. But I kick myself in the ass every day. Cause I'm like, why are you not doing it now while you can? So I struggle yeah, that, with that. That's why you have to go back and listen to our, our risk versus reward episode. Mm. Because we, we've talked about that as well, where, yeah, there, there's like, there's a risk in everything. Um, but there could be a payoff for you. That's a, that is a, a definitely a large step. I, I, you know, I don't know if I've ever asked you, have you ever lived on your own? No, no. Yeah. See, no. that's, that's also a tough one for, I mean, cause I know an, another person who's never lived on their own. And what, what she ends up doing is she lived on her own for like four and a half months and then jumped into a relationship. It was in that for 10 years got out of that one and then jumped into another one where as far as I know, that person moved in with her because she's never been alone. So that's a, that's another like big reason. A lot of people don't make these jumps because they've never done it alone. And and, and it's a step for me. I'm never really alone. Even if I was to go to Greece, I'm sure I would have people around me in no time. I'm, I'm a people person. They gravitate towards me. I don't know how the hell that even happens, but I'm not going to look a give horse in the mouth. Um, I just go with what I can and do, you know, what I could do, but I always seem to have people around. So being lonely, I don't fear, mm -hmm. but what if something was to happen and I'm alone and there's nobody that, that I could rely on for any sort of help. That part scares me. Yeah. I mean, like for me, I've done it several times. Yeah. You've like done in it in life. States though. No, I, I have, but being alone, like being alone is, is a different thing. And I yeah. mean, truly alone. Like now I live alone, but I live with my son. Mm -hmm. So it's as much as I'm alone, I'm really not. I mean, I did it in my twenties, like for six years, seven years. Mm -hmm. I mean, truly alone, come home, didn't have a girlfriend, had cats, sat on the couch, watched TV by myself, got up the next morning, went to work and just repeat, wash and repeat, wash and repeat. Yeah. So uh, it, it's a, it is different. Some people can't handle that. It, it's, it's definitely a different thing to be a, truly alone. Um, I, I mean, I can do it. It's not a big deal for me. Like, I know that if and when I'm alone again, I'll be fine just because I know how to handle that. And I think it's. And it's also different now. We have phones that we can text people and it's FaceTime so and, easy. It's not how it was when we were in high school, well, out uh, of high school, trying to use snail mail and calling people from the kitchen phone. It's exactly. Not, it's so not like that for anybody anymore. Yeah. So things are definitely different. So, I mean, 
but you're still alone. There's not that one person that you can lean over and just talk to. Mm -hmm. You have to find that person right now. Right. But, but, but it's attainable. Mm -hmm. Um, but some people just don't have that, even that part in them. They don't want to have that kind of emptiness or loneliness. And, And I get it. Like it's, it's something that's, I think is a learned thing. Like you have to be on your own to understand what it feels like. So when you, when you don't have it or, or, you know, when you're with somebody, it's a different feeling, but I think you don't fear being alone as much Mm-mm. because I then it's just like, I can go back sometimes. To like, I know I don't get that much time where I'm completely alone, but the time that I do get where I'm completely alone is probably some of my favorite time. Because I get to be in my own head. I get to look at what I want. I, I get to daydream a little. I don't have to hear anybody else's crap. I I do look forward to my alone time. Being able to read a book without being asked a hundred times what I'm reading. Um, I, I look forward to those times. But I don't think I did in my 20s, 30s, and even 40s. I had to learn that in my 40s. Mm-hmm. For sure. It, it, it's, a, it's a learned skill, even though... Yeah. You have to learn it by kind of going through some crazy nonsense. Yeah. Because it's you, you realize it later, like, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm okay. Like uh, I can survive and, and you just see things differently and, Completely. and, I, and again, today different, um, cell phone strapped to us can FaceTime a, a plethora of online movie places. Mm-hmm. Like, there, you know, when, when I, in my early twenties, there was cable, but bare, you know, there was still only 20 channels that had nothing or on it. Only one. Remember on TV only had oh, yeah. one yeah. station or, or you're, you know, when you really only had, you know, two, four, seven, 11, 13, like you really only had six or seven channels of real stuff. And then obviously cable came and things got different, but you know, that you had to find things like now do you can come home and there's there's a whole series on. You can watch a series in a week and like be enthralled and come home and can't wait to get home. Watch your shit by yourself. Pop your popcorn. No one's talking in your ear when you're when you're watching it. No one's complaining about having to watch it with you. Like I make jokes about my dog like, you know, having a dog's great. I, when I, I look over at him and I go, hey, dude, you want to watch this? And he says yes every time. <laughs> Do you want to go to the supermarket? You want to go to the park and walk around? You want to get in the car and drive down the street? He, it's funny. He never says no. <laughs> I doesn't get it. bitch. Doesn't complain. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying that, that, you know, every boyfriend and girlfriend bitches and moans or says, you know, complains about something. But I'm in a spot where, like, I have a pet that will never complain. Your cat will never say no to you. No, she was really happy. I had to lock her out because she wanted my attention, just like everything else does now that I'm back. And I'm like, I got to do the podcast. Take the cat. I got to go. Yeah, I, I kind of had to do that with my dog right beforehand. Yeah. So, but it's it, but it is nice coming home and having somebody who wants to be around you and be happy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it's it's um, unconditional. It's funny. Mm-hmm. So what so, would you uh, do to be happy? These days, teen, I think just about anything. And, and I mean, and, and I don't even know what that happiness is totally. Mm-hmm. But I think that 
I'm I'm willing to pack up all my shit and move across the country. I'm willing to change jobs on a fly. I'm I'm willing to be open to meeting whoever wherever I go. I'm just I think it's just an open door. I think that it's happiness is there if you're willing to find it. And and I'm not even saying it's a person. And it could be. I mean, there's you know, we've talked about people on the East Coast. There's somebody there that I that even if I'm not in a romantic relationship with them, I, I love being around them. And um, I, I could do that. I could really be around her a lot more. And there's just something we we click when it comes to some things. And it's fun to just be around her. Um, but that that's not always the end game. The, the end game can be in florida in texas arizona i I don't know where my end game is but i'm i'm willing to try to find that end game yeah and that end game is hopefully happiness what about you Mm. (laughs) that's a hard one now because you're in a you're in a like i am willing to just jump out of the fucking airplane because i can um to a degree and i can too I really mm-hmm. can. I'm at the place for the first time where I could do whatever. What would I do? I don't know that I would leave my family. I'm having a hard time with that. Um, when I was really considering moving to Greece, my niece threw a fit. Do I want to leave her? I don't know if I want to leave her at her age right now. Like when you're you're so close to a child, how do you leave that child? You know, so I'm having mm-hmm. a hard time with that. I definitely could move out of the area here. I've looked, I've looked as far as Northern California, um, looking down towards Southern California, um, probably staying in the state. But if I, if, if there were opportunities and I knew it was a good time and I felt okay, because with me, everything starts with a feeling I could see leaving the state, staying on the West coast somewhere closer Mm -hmm. to the West coast. Um, yeah, there's there's definitely places. I I left my relationship for both of us to be happy because we weren't. So that was a big risk. Um, I had to leave behind a lot of friends. That was a risk um, just because my old life worked for them. But my new life apparently doesn't or maybe their new life doesn't completely doesn't. I don't that's, know. That's probably um, more the yeah. truth. Cause I make time for people. I really do. Yeah. So uh, I would do what I'm doing. I worked on myself. I had to let go of situations that I couldn't fix. Like for instance, with my daughter, uh, with my ex, um, I had to learn how to like a new car, a new place to live, a new job. So I think for me, I'm doing it. For me, I'm doing it for me. It's just like, you know what? Today is all we got. I'm going to find a way to be happy today, whether it starts with a phone call from a friend or a a client that I had a good conversation with. I really do look for the happy every day. So I would say I'm in a really good place. Um, I don't really get knocked over either with things that are going on in my life. I've noticed that when the shit hits the fan and it does on a regular, I, I tend to be okay. I'm not having a hard time. Is it 
weighing on me? Yes. Like, for instance, we have a friend that's got cancer and he's not doing well right now. And the thought of it breaks my heart. It makes me cry. I've known him since he was three. I was five. So, you know, there's some really real things that are going on in my life, but I'm focusing on what I can do to help and and what I could say so that if we do have to be apart because of whatever, he knows how I feel about him. Um, and I know how he feels about me and we could hold on to that. So I think that that's also finding a way to be happy, you know, being, I know that if I was to die tomorrow, all of my friends and people that I love, they know I love them. I've made it known. I've worked on the relationships. I've given it all I've got and I didn't leave anything unsaid. So I really, I'm finding my happy, but life is easy. No, 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 no. And look, I, I think what you said was another thing is we kind of talked before we got on here, you know, about being honest. And yeah, honesty is a big thing that I think opens and closes doors, but yeah. they open and close the right doors. If you're honest with somebody and and they're your friend or they're your um, mate, you should be able to look past certain things. And say, look, I understand, you know, uh, or love them through it or love them through it. And then, and that's part of it. And, and finding that is to me, part of the happiness is finding that one thing or one person that is, is just makes you, um, smile in the morning. Sometimes it's just a fucking sunrise. I'll tell you, I walked a dog in the morning at, at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. And there's, there's mornings I'm over. There's a parking lot that we walk through and about two or three weeks ago when it was still kind of the sun was coming up in the morning, I, I would just stand in the parking lot with him and we just watch the sun come up. And it was I could, it was the one thing where I'd go, OK, start of a good day. Like yeah. I'd take a little picture. I'd send it to a couple of my friends or post it and go, OK, this is this is how the morning starts now. It's up to me to get through the rest of that day and try to be happy. Mm -hmm. But I agree uh, with that. yeah, Sun, uh, I think ha happiness. I uh, I'm not really a fan of early mornings, but I have gotten up on occasion to be with a friend that wanted to go to breakfast first thing in the morning or in order to meet them, you get up before the sun's out. And then by the time you get there, the sun's out. And I got to tell you that a sunset kind of does change your perception of your day it, it really does, does. A, I, a for sunrise me, it and just a sunset was so beautiful and i'm like okay god's working already so let's just go and do what we gotta do mm -hmm. yeah I enjoyed it, that. again it's easy to find it, it's sometimes it's easy to find the happiness and sometimes you got to fight for it so and always being in a place of being grateful does help an attitude immensely uh, i agree and i and i think that to the people who listen out there you know if if you're one of these people that are searching for happiness and i think we all are it, it's some degree mm -hmm. um you know find what it is that that is driving you towards it and and in my case i say run towards it and run hard it's okay you um, know that's another thing i think exercising 
really does change what's going on in your head. Oh, and you, yeah. you tend to be, or I tend to be, I'll just talk for myself. I tend to be happier when I'm physically doing something or active when I get up and participate in my day, I do better. So that's even something that I do to be happy. Yeah. Uh, it's a fact though. I mean, it, yeah. it, it lets out endorphins and, mm-hmm. and, and it's usually the happy ones, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, I gotta Thanks. say too, hearing people in my life talk about how they love this podcast. You know, we, we do this every week. We put out a lot of energy. You do a lot of stuff far beyond what I do, but we sit here and we talk and we put ourselves out every week. Mm-hmm. And I really like hearing, Hey, you helped me, or I, I just needed to hear your voice. And I, you know, I couldn't talk to you on the phone. I was listening to your podcast and I felt like you were right next to me. I, I, that makes me happy too. Cause for I'm, sure. I'm being of service in some way and didn't yeah. even know it didn't take anything out of my day to do it. Cause I enjoy what I do, but, um, I, I really like getting the feedback that, that I am contributing in a small way to somebody mm-hmm. getting through what they need to get through. Totally. That's why I keep telling people like, you know, to share it and see if we can't help, you know, if, if, if I say one thing that gets somebody to do something that makes them happy or sets them in a different path, awesome. Or if I say something that you go, oh, you know, I wish I could talk to that guy. Hey, we're here. Mm-hmm. Like this is a pretty open forum and a pretty open podcast. You know, uh, I'll let anybody come on here. Anyone mm-hmm. who wants to come on, talk with us, whether you're having an issue or want to yell at me, I'm more than happy to, to, you know, bring you on and, and be part. I'm not that willing, by the way. So yeah, if yeah. somebody has a problem with uh, me, shove it up your ass. You're not coming on the <laughs> podcast, but that's just me. <laughs> but I mean, you know, within reason, obviously, I, I mean, we don't want to just have a scream fest, but yeah. you know, I mean, we've had people on here who wanted to talk about darker things in their life or, mm-hmm. you know, how hard it is to be a parent when you're really on your own. And if those things help people, I want to continue yeah. to, you know, have people on that can tell their stories, whatever your story is, mm-hmm. because that you're right. It makes me happy as well. Um, to the people who don't listen and, and you know who you are, if you're, if you're just hearing this every blue moon, you know, we have 58 episodes. Go back and listen. That is so insane. <laughs> I'm actually yeah, proud pretty- of us because I, I know neither one of us thought that this was going to be anything big. I think we just went into it because we needed an out. So when I hear people download 12 episodes and listen to them all day because they're missing something or they like what they heard or they're they like our banter. It it blows my mind. Mm -hmm. Yes. Look, I mean, we take 45 minutes to an hour of someone's day. Mm -hmm. Um, I appreciate people listening. I mean, it it takes a lot to, um, to do that because I listen to other people's podcasts and I listen to this one. I, I do that more than I had in the past because I want to kind of hear what, what 
the people who listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. But but I'm a I'm a podcast listener, and I have a 30 minute drive one way to work, and about a 45 minute drive home. So I I you know I do take that time to listen to other people's podcasts and um either learn from them and try to bring it here or or learn from them to not bring it here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just how, how it comes across. So to me, it's, it's that those are happy places. You're right. It's when someone says something about this and I mean, and I like criticism. I, I like to hear, well, I didn't like that part and, I, and I'll go, okay, cool. Like let, let me see why it didn't go over that well. Or, or if someone says something like you're saying like, Oh, it, it really made my day to hear your voice. Like my mom, my mom loves listening. Cause you know, and, and I do my best to call her whenever I can. But she, you know, she does get to hear me on a totally different level. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of an interesting thing. And I know your dad hasn't listened and I kind of wish he has. You know, you need to. I'm kind of kind okay of to, that he hasn't because. I, I don't think so, because I think there's some really good episodes where we're, we're just being honest with, you know, how things are in life. And I think yeah. that it's OK. He doesn't have to listen to all of them. There's some there's some skippable ones and that's OK. Yeah. But my I think dad, he, I think, is a little afraid I, uh, I'm very open and I've been very honest in ways that my dad has actually told me, just keep that to yourself. You know, you don't need to tell anybody. (laughs) So I, I get a little nervous. He's very open. Like if I told him, dad, listen to this, I want you to hear this. He would, Mm -hmm. um, my brother too. He don't want to hear it either. He's like, I love your stories. I like the cliff notes. Just give it to me that way. I don't, whatever you're saying on your podcast, I'm okay to stick my head in the sand and not know about it. My niece, however, listens to it. Well, again, nothing to be, I don't think that, look, we, we don't cross too many crazy lines there. Mm -hmm. There's, and look, well, there's going to be some shows coming that we've (laughs) talked about that, that are going to cross a line that literally I've already started thinking about the recording that will be in the front end of that podcast because there will be a there'll be a disclaimer there'll be a warning and a disclaimer because it's probably going to get you know really down and dirty and and if if it ends up the way that we're talking about it where it's me you and two other people literally sitting in the same room instead of doing it over video we're really gonna do that i I think so because i think it'll be a much more fun (laughs) show where we can really bounce things off each other though there'll be a lot more laughter and I think there'll be a lot more um, really real banter mm-hmm. where because those things will just kind of pop out of your head because you'll hear somebody right in front of you talking about it and you'll chime in right next to it. So I think it would be a, I think it would be a lot more fun. Um, and if the ideas go the way that we're talking, like I think we could record a show, go get food, eat, talk about a second show and then come right back and do another show so we can kind of do them back to back and kind of do like you know four or five hour sit down of show dinner show and and kind of go that route so you've I think been it, thinking and, we're gonna have to talk offline i have and i think that they may end up being a long format like hour and a half shows where mm. you know people will probably have to take several days to listen to them or like if you listen to us on a ride somewhere you might have to you might have to listen to it in, in two parts, but I have some ideas and uh, and my brain's always working about this. 
heaven forbid uh, my poor work they 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 get about uh 75 percent work out of me and 25 percent go to to ideas because yeah, i know we text on a regular yeah so i'll be like oh because something will come to my head and i'm like oh like i gotta get this out or i'll or i'll blast to somebody else and go hey i have this idea what do you think just to see from a regular person's standpoint and then they'll send it back to me am i not a regular person no because you're part of the show I mean, someone, someone who is a listener, I get not because I'm like, Hey, what do you think? And then they'll come back to me and then I'll send it out to you. Like, Oh, what do you think about this? And then we'll bounce it off and I'll go, okay. So I kind of see it from two different directions. I kind of, I just so always say my, yes. My job yeah, is not to say no when it comes to this. My job is like, let's talk about it. I'm, I'm that's ready. sort of true, but, but sometimes it's good to get the, like, I know where you're like, Oh yeah, we can talk about that. Or you're like, yeah, let's do this. It's like, okay. I there's there's things that you're willing to jump into and then some things that you do because it's the thing to do. Yeah. And it's kind of like the I mean, there's there's shows that I've done that, again, like some of the heavier stuff that I was a participant only by being here. Mm-hmm. So and, and, and like, that's OK. Um, like I said, you know, I, I, I want to get way more people on here to do interviews and I thought it would be easier. But some people are very. um standoffish and like oh i don't know if i can do that and i'm like oh, okay well you know you can try but you know i i think it's a a good thing to have somebody on because we can we can have fun and i can go ask interesting questions <laughs> but I don't it, know. with we'll, the shows we'll that see. we're gonna do the less i have to say the better i think i will be i, I think that those shows will be bouncing off other people and what yeah what they think uh, people are like. So it should be fun, but we're way ahead. We're at an hour, we're which is, hour. Uh, you know, uh, long for us generally, but uh, we were bullshitting and having all kinds of fun when it comes to that. So uh, I guess you can listen to this show on Apple and Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, anywhere that podcasts are generally um, listen to, listen to. Uh, we want you to subscribe or what's the other one? Follow, follow, subscribe or follow, because then these uh, will download on your phone and you'll get a little message. Like if you do on Spotify, it'll say, hey, this show is new. Um, also, we're on Facebook, Instagram, sometimes Twitter under don't get this twisted. Anything else to say there, miss? You know, I've gotten a lot of calls from friends that have been listening to the episodes and all of you. Thank you for supporting us and doing this. Um, I've been quite surprised with who says they're listening and embarrassed at times. But if you're listening, I'll be embarrassed. So thank you for listening and letting me know you're listening. I mean, please uh, check in with me and let me know. For sure. I, I totally agree. If you listen, please get a hold of me. Say something. Um mm-hmm. We're listening. We're looking for more listeners. Please share. And uh, yeah, this is an opinion show. So don't get it twisted. Have some fun. Come back and listen. And every Wednesday we'll be putting on a new episode. This is our one year. Thank you very much if you've listened and keep on listening. Amazing. We will talk with you in a week. Yes. Sound good, Tina? Sounds great. Have a good night. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.